Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Saints Happy Hour is doing a live show at Port Orleans on Friday, September 16th. Join us as we get ready for the Saints 2022 home opener versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. It will be a fun night of laughs and Saints talk with the Saints Happy Hour crew. The show starts at 7 p.m. You need to RSVP at saintshappyhour.com to make sure you get the free The Boys Are Back in Town Souvenir Cup featuring the Honey Badger and Jarvis Landry so you can fill it up with beer for your first drink at just three bucks with all the proceeds going to support Team Gleason. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and RSVP for the Saints Happy Hour live show at Port Orleans on September 16th. We will see you there. And who dat? Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today. That's saintshappyhour.com. People are hating on Andres Pete for potential for injuring Trevor Penning so much it feels like we're in midseason form already. Do the Saints get 50% off on all foot MRIs the rest of 2022? And things I thought I'd never say, we're going to need to build an indestructible prayer circle and bubble around James Hurst. Thomas, hit that intro. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie, Andrew, and Dave. All right, I got uh, a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke. All right? And I'll tell you what. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the... Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Hey, Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious? Got a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? Huh? You gotta get, cut people down all the time? Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot out. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We are live on Twitch. If you aren't, follow us on Twitch. And remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Smash that like button on Twitch and YouTube. Also, become an annual patron at patreon.com slash saintshappyhour. Get two months for free. And right now, listen, if you listen to the show and you only listen to the free version, which a ton of you do, because our our downloads are going to be 50,000 for August. So I know a ton of you people listen and you just listen to the free version. Join Patreon. Try us for one month. If you don't like it, I'll hit the refund button. 
You get it back, no questions asked. And if you sign up at the $10 level, you can keep the booze bundle as a gift. So, just saying. Uh, thanks to Budrich for subbing with Twitch Prime for 12 straight months. Budrich, he's a legend. He's given us trivia. It's amazing. Do you know you can support the show every month just like Budrich did, even if you aren't a patron, if you use Amazon Prime? All you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash Hour. type in exclamation point sub in the chat. It's that easy. Thomas made a step-by-step instructions. So go ahead and do it. Even if you're listening to the audio-only version, click the link uh, in the description. Uh, by the way, you can do it every each month, so it's not a one-time thing. And by the way, reminder, our live show at Port Orleans on September 16th, Dave, the official head count is 103. We're going to have we're going to have like 120 people there. Yeah, so here's the thing. Dave only made 125 cups. And if you don't RSVP, you aren't guaranteed a cup. And the cup is freaking unbelievable. It's the they boys sh- are back. One of them's featuring Honey the Badger, one of them's featuring Jarvis Landry. No, they're you both can fill same. it up with beer for your first drink. 3 bucks, all the proceeds go to Team Gleason. So RSVP He's really knocking this out of the park. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm stumbling all over the place. I mean, mid-season form. What do you want? The cup. Uh, the cup has both of them. We we got them all, both on one cup. Both on one cup. All they've, right. already, I, they've, they've shipped. I think they probably two football players, one cup. Dave. Two LSU. Two LSU Tigers, one cup. Got it. Two DJs. Two Tigers, one cup. I wanted even more. Speaking of cups, what are we drinking? I'm drinking Miller High Life. That could not be more lame. I made myself earlier, and I'm still drinking it. A, it rain. Uh, a jungle bird. Uh, that is a tiki cocktail. Thank you, Davey. DTD. Is there, is there a rum in that? Subscribe yes. To Prime. There is uh, Smith and Cross. There's three All ounces right. of Smith and Cross Jamaican rum, along with uh, Campari, uh, a bunch of pineapple juice, and some lime juice. Nice, Kevin. You make me one of those. You should. Um, I am drinking new bottle. Uh, Wheel Ooh. horse rye, uh, one hundred and one proof. Read the back. What is a wheel horse? Does it explain what a wheel horse is? Uh, well, he, yeah. Here's the so here's the gimmick on the back. I knew wheel I knew. horse. Wheel horse rye is crafted and matured at the historic Owensboro Distilling Company in Owensboro, Kentucky, as the tenth oldest permitted distillery in the state. Owensboro Distilling has a That's rich history that dates of. back to the late eighteen hundreds. Now the distillery continues its legacy of making excellent whiskey under the direction of master distiller Jacob Yeah, I'm not Hall. I'm not drinking tonight. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to keep reading that. No, Nashville no, no, no. of 95% no, rye and 5% malted barley. Wheelhorse rye is distilled in copper stills, then matured in hand-selected 53-gallon charred American oak barrels for a minimum of two years. Like all of our whiskeys, wheelhorse rye is bottled without... Without chill filtration. I asked because if it said anything about the name. Shut up! About the name. <laughs> Are you asking you more questions about this? God, no, stop. No, that's what I asked originally. No, no, let's Well, I just there. figured, Andrew, you would be... who that's question, yes. I would figure Andrew would be drinking because uh, of Trevor Penning getting hurt, which we'll get to in a minute... But before we get to the sad news and, and the difficulty of Trevor Penning having the injury du jour of 2022 for the Saints, a foot injury, Dave, the Saints looked awesome versus the Chargers. Jameis looked great. And I'll be honest, I've never seen somebody so happy to have played in a preseason game 
after this game, you could tell Jameis, he was like ecstatic to be back. Thomas, play that sound to Jameis. Well, when you got great talent around you, it's always better. And, and Jarvis has been a superstar in this league for a long time. And I mean, we didn't, have, we didn't even have Mike T out there. So I, I was happy that we were able to be very efficient uh, and balanced between the run and the pass and have some of our superstars step up and make some good plays. Jameis going super cash after a preseason. You, you know what's game. funny about that, Ralph? As he's talking, it's like it's it's what he's saying versus like what you you know. It's like if if uh, Jono was doing a skit, you know, and he would <laughs> talk over Jameis, he'd be like, "Man, I'm throwing to Jarvis Landry. I ain't throwing to that bum Kenny Stills anymore." <laughs> There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. <laughs> That's what it sounds like he's saying. He's like, I got right. talent now. Life is different. I'm I ain't thrown to Chris I'm Hogan no more. I'm not putting up with little Jordan freaking Humphrey running routes for me. Why did you, right. why did you have to that make was, it personal? That's totally unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. Uh, how how's little, did how little Jordan, you, uh, Jordan? Did he make the Patriots? Do we know if he's making the Patriots? I don't Patriots? know. The Patriots look like ass. Not that anyone cares. So then maybe he's got a chance. From your lips to God's ears, Ralph. But Kevin, uh, I felt... I can't wait. No, I... I yeah. Yeah, he J- Jameis was very cash there. It looked like was that a white polo? I couldn't really tell. Just a basic white polo. Yeah. Uh, I just look. I hope he's successful. We all want him to do well. Uh, his success is our success. Uh, but like, I just, I, I just can't take him seriously. Like, I just every time he talks, I just I'm laughing on the inside. I am laughing on the inside. I, I, I just I don't know what it is. You know, there was maybe that, sometimes that cringing right there, a little. Yes, it's like this weird I just cannot explain it. I have no ill will for the man. I, Kevin, I, isn't it that we we we're we're fully invested in Jameis and Dave is just remembering he's like he was the so butt funny. of he's jokes like, for us for five years. Yeah. Like we he laughed at him. He's we so... laughed at Jameis for years in Tampa and now we're totally committed to him in a married relationship. I mean, I don't know I don't know. Your your mileage may vary on the on the level of commitment. I mean, but yeah, the guy was the butt of jokes. I mean, he was kind of the butt of jokes even last year at points. Yeah, he was. So 
it's just like having it's just like having like a weird cousin uh, <laughs> who you know lived in another state who you would see once in a while and you would just laugh at how ridiculous they were and then all of a sudden it's like oh no now they've moved. Now they're either living in the neighborhood or they've moved into the house, and all of a sudden it's, oh, they're now helping to pay for the utilities, so <laughs> we kind of have to just deal with it, and you get used to that, but you're still wondering, oh, are they going to, like, flip out or be weird, and yeah. Dave, you said you were uncomfortable with Jameis, but, I mean, your Jam- boyfriend. Jameis the person, not Jameis the football player. Jameis boy- the person. I want to make that entirely clear. Uh, on the field so far, he looks good. I support him. I'm all on the Jameis train. Let's go. Let's do this. But just, if, I just don't enjoy listening to him talk. Well, here's the thing. I thought of you. Your boyfriend, Mark Ingram, looked amazing. He looked slimmer. He looked faster. I don't know if it's the number five, whatever it was. Did you get get, like a late night text to him on Friday? Like hit him up? Like you up, boo? After the game? (laughs) You know, I don't, I just, I don't understand why. I don't understand why people are surprised. Uh, He looked good. They should be. Why? Tom, explain yourself, Thomas. He's not that old. He's not that old. Thomas is bitter about Abram Smith. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I mean, it's also early in the Ralph season. Knows what's up. I mean, you know, I don't think Ingram's going to look this good in week 15, assuming he's able to stay healthy. Like, obviously, this is early in the season. Uh, and I think at his age, you know, it certainly is harder to 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 stay healthy and and, and to stay focused and you know whatever and and be at the top of your game for an entire 17 week season but um, watching uh watching trevor penning in these highlights put both hands up makes me want to throw up makes you sad andrew i was gonna say like they they look look fantastic it was but whatever but that was the play that he injured himself on right yeah no i think he was injured earlier on the drive okay so either way running back with a five jersey it is, either, it is really either, weird. Either way, uh, kudos to Penning. He's out there. He's hurt. Uh, but he's still playing. He's still celebrating. Uh, still team first. Uh, so, you know. Oh! That's, that's good. Foot injuries. I don't that's think that bad. did anything to him. I mean, he got right back up from that. Yeah. No, but it's still like, dude, you don't want to. It's like... second to last play. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, he's in there on the extra point. Too. Yeah, that's his last yeah. play. That's his last play. Yeah, that's it, strange. So he's Andrew. Tough. We feel good about. We'll get to Penning in a second, but you feel good about running back, right? Like we're cool. Like it's cool. Ingram, Kamara. Yeah, as we're, long as Kamara doesn't get suspended, I, I, I think going into Week One, they're suspended. in good shape. You know, seventeen game seasons a really long season. Do I feel right. good if Ingram or Kamara go down? Absolutely not. Kevin. We're going to have the Saints Happy Hour auction draft uh, Sunday. And I have a strong urge to overpay for Jarvis Landry. But we know my history. When I buy Saints, I put the Marlboro stink on him. Do we need to pass some sort of Saints Happy Hour amendment that I can't have any Saints players on the team? Uh, I've already filed a bill. It's uh, (laughs) HR 1551. It restricts Ralph from overspending and uh, going after any saints. Uh, it actually got out of committee, thought it was going to be a little tough, but then uh, took it into took it into the house itself and some asshole attached a land rider to it 
So it ended up uh, failing. So we're all on our own comes next Sunday. <laughs> Ralph, if you could go ahead and take Kyle Pitts in the first round, yeah. that would be maybe that's what I need to do. Like I just need to, I need to just, just, I need to be like a mosquito truck in New Orleans, Dave, where I just spray the Marlboro stink all over the NFC South. But here's my question to you, Andrew. Jarvis Landry, if Michael Thomas doesn't play, he's going to have a monster first game against Atlanta, maybe first couple weeks if, if Michael Thomas isn't ready at the beginning, right? He's looking Yeah, tremendous. you can tell that Jameis uh, really appreciates his abilities and – I mean, you could tell in that press conference, like we, we just said, he was almost giddy talking about his receiving core this year. And he's like, y'all haven't even seen Mike yet. So, yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, if everyone's healthy, I think it will be tough to figure out what the spread is. And I tend to think it's probably actually Alave who would would get less touches in a scenario where all three receivers are healthy. Uh, but I mean, I think the Saints are going to throw the ball more than they did last year, so they they may all get some opportunities. And yeah, I mean, look, if someone's injured at any point, then that's going to benefit the guys who are there. So, but I, I expect Jarvis Landry to, Landry to catch if he's healthy all year. I think he easily catches seventy balls. So now we're going to get to the not fun stuff of Trevor Penning's toe breaking, falling off. He got the plague. I don't know. He's going to be out for like three, four months. Um. Thomas, did you zero in on the play and find out exactly the moment where our hopes and dreams for the Raz guy died? I thought that was yeah. your job oh. <laughs> right now. <laughs> See, I don't think I'm, that was it. So, so the play before this, like I don't know, I don't, I don't know honestly. Like I watched like every play he played like three times. Every snap. You, you see a noticeable limp. You he's see so, a noticeable limp. He's so limp. tough. He's so freaking tough. You can't even figure out what freaking play the man was injured on. I love him. <laughs> I freaking love Penning. He's so freaking tough. You're looking back through all these reels and all this tape, and you cannot figure out where this man was injured. A significant three to four month injury. Freaking yeah, it, Trevor it, Penning. What, what, what's amazing is, you know, he, he goes to the sideline after they score a touchdown he pro- I mean, I, I would love to know what that conversation was like with the training staff where he's like, yeah, so uh, I can't walk. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> so they put him in the tent. They take one look at him and they're like, uh, yeah, you're going back to the locker room in a cart. So, yeah, I mean, you think it, is, he like, it is amazing he finished that drive. Do you think they like took off his shoe, Kevin? And they were like, oh, God. Mangled. Probably looks his foot probably they took the shoe off, took the sock off, and it looked like his my foot left probably arm. looked like Neapolitan ice cream. Oh my god! <laughs> so now the Saints have offensive line troubles, and my question is, Dave, who did Mickey Loomis send the late night text to to solve the tackle problem that they now have? Like, let's just did be, it. Let me just was it like. Was it like Bryce Harris, Tony Hills, Willie Rofe, Charles Brown? Is it maybe like, hey, Charles, we haven't seen enough, dot, dot, dot. Did they, did they try to go weird and get like Hubix Pie to be the left tackle? Like, what are the Saints doing? Why? Who, why who's, Mickey, who, who's Mickey Loomis reaching out to? I don't even know if I, if I get the Hubix Pie thing. I don't understand. What no, I just miss them, and they're coming back. That's all that was. <laughs> they are coming back. Um. 
I think what Ralph is saying is, should we have a Hubig's pie be the left tackle? I wait. Can we just back as, up? as opposed what? to like a traffic cone? Or I just want Ralph to clarify what are the pro- what's the problem at offensive tackle now that we that that well, we got to have, have somebody. Yep. You got You're not gonna have Penny. You got Hurst, but you need you need like a backup. You need like depth, right? Who are you gonna call? Okay, so I just want to be sure because I mean, my understanding was that James Hurst was kind of going to be the the starter at left tackle, and we still have James Hurst, so we're uh, do they though? So we're okay. For in the short run, uh, who was the, I don't know. Where's Will Clapp? He's not on the team. I like I like Maxi Hudak saying anyway. we definitely should have had Kevin's face on the girl's body. Okay, for the late Andrew, night text. You, you know, you know, Ralph. Is that this girl is, single? This is grossly <laughs> disrespectful. Will Clapp did play tackle. He was tackle eligible. No, he was yeah, but he plays guard. He's an interior reserve. Anyway, either way, he's Ralph. better than any of these things on this phone here. The- yes, <laughs> clearly, clearly, this is a bit, and Ralph's joking. I find it number one very disrespectful to Landon Young. Number two, <laughs> I find it very disrespectful to your own flesh and blood, Lewis Kid. So, <laughs> there, check yourself, Ralph. I mean, Jesus, listen. I mean, Lewis Kid, he's my son. But he's not as delicious as a strawberry Hubix pie. I mean, let's be real. What about Zach Streif? Like, is he's already under contract to the Saints? Can is he allowed to play? Is he allowed to just suit up and go on the, on the field? Could Zach yeah. Streif? Could he give he's him already, like how many plays do we think Zach Streif could give him? But uh, I would say, uh, I would say one half, seven snaps. That's all you do. But okay. Andrew, you, you see Zach again. It's not me. It's Andrew. <laughs> I was I was saying you could play a half, and Andrew only gave you half of a series. Okay, uh, so there you go again, Zach. Andrew again, once again. You need the here. Zach Streif trying to catch the pass, Thomas, go. and you need to make it go way, across I'm, the screen like a bouncy ball. The, the order has been put in for my for my shirt. Nice. Um, where are we? Like, what are they going to do at tackle? My bit aside. They don't gonna, need to do anything. They're gonna. That's was my. That's what I was yeah, saying. They're, they're going to start, start the five James guys Bear. that we expected them to start to begin yeah. the season. My God. Yeah, but but Pete misses four games a year. I mean, this is like this is like you saying Marquez Callaway got injured. What the fuck are they going to do now at wide yeah. receiver? Holy shit! I mean, well, if they drafted Marquez like Callaway that. in the top twenty, I'd be a little concerned. I'm not going to lie. But we know Pete gets injured. McCoy was injured last year. Ramchek, he'll be wearing the body armor by week four. Like, I don't think all five guys are going to start 17 weeks, Andrew. No, I don't think so either. Did you know there is a great and easy way to support Saints Happy Hour? Even if you aren't a patron, Amazon Prime users can support Saints Happy Hour for free. Just click on the text in this episode's description that says instructions on how Amazon Prime users can support the show. It will only take you three minutes and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything. You just do a couple of clicks and you give us three dollars of Jeff Bezos' money. So go do it right now. And remember to do it every month. So if you haven't done it yet this month, go do it. And thank you for supporting Saints Happy Hour. I think Ruiz, it's all upside. So... Ruiz and, and, and Hurst, like, how big is the drop-off from Hurst to Landon Young, let's say? If Landon Young mm-hmm. gets a lot of playing time, could he maybe work his way up to Hurst's level? I, I think he could. So the ones I'm really worried about are Pete, McCoy, and Ramchick. Like, I feel like if one of those three go down, 
whatever is replacing them is going to be so much substantially worse that, yeah, the Saints offensively up front would be in big trouble. Kevin, I'm going to make a confession. I really, really enjoyed Tampa's offensive line getting the plague. It was really enjoyable. It made my summer very, very nice. So I sort of blame myself. Like, is this God punishing me for enjoying other teams in the NFC South, enjoying their misery? And this is God punish. Is this, is this my fault? Trevor Penning's injury. Because I enjoyed those Tampa injuries a lot. I don't think it's your fault. I mean, we all enjoyed it. I mean, <laughs> how many Saints, how many Bucks offensive linemen have been? Uh... I lost count. I don't know. But yeah. Rich probably knows. And, Somebody and in then, the chat. Knows. And then what? Like Tom Brady now looks like he's. Uh, oh, my God. We spent we... like a few weeks off, and now it looks like he <laughs> dropped like 25 uncomfortable pounds. Like, and he was obviously getting work done. He got work. Like Tom Brady took PTO to get work done. I heard, I heard about this, but I didn't actually see any of the pictures. Thomas, if you uh, Thomas, get, picture. that picture of Tom Brady, like he, he looks unwell. <laughs> like his, his face looks completely different. Like, well, he I mean, didn't I mean, even move his face from that. He point. didn't. It's, okay. it's just like um, Conan with a the, lot of Botox in there. He got it. I mean, oh, I, I don't think it's just Botox. It's fillers. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Filler. I mean, tightening. Yeah, yeah, they're going in there and they're chiseling. We're not so talking about said little One needle. retired for Tampa, one left, and two are on IR. That's so far. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, so, listen, the offensive line, let's end on a positive note. I'm full of panic, but we want to end on a positive. And Dennis Allen, Andrew, had some really, really nice things to say about Cesar Ruiz today. Thomas, play that clip. Would you say that Cesar Ruiz has taken a step forward in the last couple of months? I, do, I think in the last couple of weeks, I think I've seen him take a, uh, a step forward. It, it's something that he's got to continue to do. You know, what you forget with a lot of these young guys is with the last couple of years and all the COVID stuff that we've dealt with, not only in pro football, but also in college football, there's been a lot of missed time and missed developmental time. And so this is really kind of the first year in a couple of years that we've had a full off season, you know, in a, in a full training camp. And, and so I think that's where you kind of see some of these guys develop. Dave, the nips, that's the gray shirt. It doesn't. It no, he's right. I, I was, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to say, uh, well done with the, the choice there in the shirt. Cause it's uh, very flattering. It's yeah. uh, very hides. Well, hides well. Ralph is feeling himself some Caesar Ruiz. He's 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 even got the fat head. I got the oh. I got the fat head. I'm on the Caesar Ruiz bandwagon. Andrew, I was going to ask you, Hail Caesar. what what is the ceiling for Caesar Ruiz? Like, what is what is the absolute best case scenario? Let's 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 achievable. Well, I would start with a healthy season, playing 17 games. You know, I think one of the biggest things that can hamper your development and your, uh, how you stack games upon each other is just getting nicked up where you can, you can fall off. So hopefully he can be healthy. Like, and honestly, more than anything up front, they need health badly. Uh, they need it badly this season. So if, if you could promise me 17 games out of him, I'll take my chances that he'll be able to stack good performances. But, you know, ceiling wise, I mean, 
I don't know. Like, does does he have the talent to make the Pro Bowl? Sure. I mean, he he he's a over a nine Raz. Like his physical ability is ridiculous. I don't know if you guys remember this, but his hands. No, oh, like Raz pants just got tighter. <laughs> he's got like the biggest hands of any guard in the league. So you know, physically, he's able to move sideline to sideline. He's a, if he gets his hands on you, he's supposed to pull you over. So like, he has everything he needs to be successful. It's co- it's completely between the ears. So like, I don't feel ridiculous saying this. The ceiling is is the Pro Bowl for him. He he can wow. be that good. We so, just haven't seen him put it together like at all. Kevin, I know you watch these preseason games. You just you dive in and you just watch <laughs> three, four times. You break it all down. Uh, it was very distressing to me that the referees missed a glorious touchdown from the Saints. Uh, you probably saw it where Traquan Smith, this play right here, like – this is a touchdown. What are they doing blowing the whistle, costing Callaway a touchdown? Like, this this scares me, Kevin, because the referees, they're screwing the Saints in meaningless games already for 2022. I mean, I mean, are we surprised by this? Well, uh, first hey, look, of all... It's their preseason, too. I mean, first of all, did the... Their preseason. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, did the Saints win this? Oh, uh, look! Look game? at this ref at the end of the clip. Oh, you can't see it on this camera angle. Yeah, he like, wants to. He, he, he kind he of goes to give the touchdown. Hands up, and he kind of he looks wants back to and so he puts bad. him down. He's like, "Should I call it a touchdown?" Oh, he's like, "Oh, oh no, sorry." Head ref said no. Okay, sorry. Yes, Kevin, the Saints did win. All right, cool. <laughs> Fucking Bill Benovich. <laughs> I, yeah, look, I think they're they're taking some uh, some reps at screwing the Saints early. Yeah, I mean, they're already in midseason form. Yeah. By the way, this heads-up play there to flip the ball to Marquez and open Marquez Callaway and let him run it. This is why there needs to be like more rugby-style plays. This is it. This is <laughs> this is proof. Like we need to start incorporating more hook and ladder Here's stuff. Here's the clip right here. Watch the ref. Watch yeah, him. Yeah, watch. Right. He wants oh, watch. So he's bad. thinking about oh, it. He's thinking about it. He's he does. Like, yeah, yeah. He looks. He looks. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> That's why you need to watch the live stream. Only we bring you this kind of video. Thomas breaks it down. So Thomas should should have slow moded it. And be like oh, no. Um, Andrew, serious thought on the wide receiver. Does Traquan potentially being injured, does it kind of make it easier for the Saints at wide receiver to make the decisions that they have to make? I don't know. I, I, he, I still think he's the best blocking receiver on the team. So I, I tend to think on that play. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, I tend to think there's a place for him, and I, I still think they keep six. Um, but, yeah, if his shoulder's banged up and he's got to go on IR – why not just keep five? You know, you don't need six guys. I think Traquan is a guy you keep because of his blocking, but you don't keep six just to keep six, right? You keep six because they're good players and they can help you. So I don't know. I don't know that there's a sixth receiver right now that I necessarily keep if Traquan is injured. You know, Dave, there's always like every year we talk, we, we get, we get excited about UDFA and UDFA draft. And we'll get to that in a minute, but every year there's always like this veteran, that comes in the Saints sign for nothing and they're injured or they're old or whatever. And they like blow up during training camp. Right. And sometimes they make the roster and sometimes they don't, but I got to say, 
I was trying to think of the last time the Saints had a guy like Justin Evans at safety where like he tore shit up mm-hmm. in tra- in training camp. Like he had the interception against the Texans, he forced the fumble. Like Thomas was nice enough to put the highlights together for this. Like he's like legitimately good and if the Saints had to like start him for a week or two or whatever, I'd be like, "Oh, it's fine. He he'd be all right." Like can you remember like a veteran guy coming out of nowhere as strong as Justin Evans has? Uh, that's a good question. Cause most of the time it feels like it's always young guys or undrafted guys. Or they so. sign a guy. We know his name, but he's old and washed like Kruger. Yeah. What was that? Oh, there goes Andrew. Um, yeah, not, um, in training camp, I don't know. I mean, I could think of a bunch of veterans that they've signed that have contributed, you know, somebody yeah, like David Patton, but I can't think of like, yeah, who like, like tears I can't think of like a guy that they signed, right? And they just like, oh, you know, uh, Andrew, does Kevin Williams, does he qualify as like kind of like, like old, washed up? Kind of, yeah. So does Evans make the team? Is he making the team? Oh, he's got to make the team. Andrew, I he's, they ha- the team. I think they have to keep him. I mean, he's, if Marcus May ever gets that DUI suspension, I mean, that's who I would want starting. Yeah. I, I think he's better than P.J. Williams. At least he looks that way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Saints the, legend. Whoa. Tom Brady killer P.J. Williams. The one and only. That's, that's the Jalokia hot take of the week. Andrew, you said you weren't drinking tonight. Obviously, yeah. you're lying. Get <laughs> out drinking of here. Some, I've been drinking some Bujalika. <laughs> where the hell is the picture of tom brady get on that thomas also i have why going back to caesar ruiz two thing also uh, i had one thing to say like really he really needs to have a great season if he has a great season if he makes a name for himself on the saints uh he could seriously increase his uh profitability by uh, striking a deal with the caesar's superdome caesar's hotel oh, caesar's caesar's uh casino like oh my god the caesar the, the app you could be like i'm caesar wheeze i play for the saints in the caesar like, superdome and you need to caesar's go to caesar's pizza? palace and game no yeah. no but i mean yeah. caesar specifically because they're a local presence in new orleans and they've got the casino yeah. uh he if he could really actually do well then he might be able to to uh make it financially worth his wild uh in endorsements and and such so what about little Caesar's pizza, Dave? You well, we don't that? really have a presence here. I don't, I, I, like my son loves meat. little Caesar's, the crazy bread. Trash? Loves Isn't it. that trash? It's good. Oh, so Whoa, what just happened that, behind you, Kevin? What was going on there? Did somebody we have a stranger walking in your house? <laughs> Again? Again, that's <laughs> fine. Whoa. 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 <laughs> Zooming in on him. He's already gone. He's already See, gone. I don't know why you're cutting to me. That's why if you listen to the audio only we version your face, in your Kevin. car going to work, you need to follow us on Twitch <laughs> and watch the live does. stream Monday night. Um, Ladies, we, love that, we love that sweet Abe Lincoln beard. The only, thing, the only thing sadder than Trevor Penning's foot injury and Kevin's Abe Lincoln beard is our UDFA son, adopted son competition. It has not worked out like I thought it was going to. I thought it was going to be tough. I thought we'd have a lot of difficult choices. I thought it would go 
on into the season. It is nothing but sadness. Smoke Monday, injured like the second day of camp. Abram Smith, Thomas's son, got fired out of cannon. Andrew's son, I don't I remember. How, doing I, I love how right now I stand in third place in Rashid Shahid. Literally been to like three practices and hasn't seen a snap in any games, and I'm in third place. Kevin, for whom, kind of for whom again, does man. the violin play? It plays for thee. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Kevin, you're in the lead, but I gotta say, I gotta win this competition because stealing. I gotta win shit. I'm stealing. I'm stolen time. Andrew's son from him, and this I'll never have as I'll never have as much fun winning. As I will when stealing Andrew's inside information. You, you like know, you know what's going to be them. awful about this is that none of our guys are going to make the team, and so then you know we're going to be hoping for them to get on the practice squad. And who wins this competition? Smoke is going to come down to which one of the guys gets called up in like week seventeen, you know, to play because <laughs> there's been so many injuries. I don't know, <laughs> Andrew. You you, you got to be rooting for Lewis Kid too, because if Lewis Kid doesn't do well, then that means your sources are. Your inside info is crap. Uh, hey, he's made it this far. Are you torn, Andrew? Because I'll rub it in your face forever that I stole your information. Or will you be happy that you're in your sources? I feel Steven like Wright. my, I mean, that you see where he is on the dub chart. I feel like my sources are accurate. I feel like I'm vindicated either way. But that's a, I mean, the, fact, a good... the fact that a guy named Lewis Kidd that none of us had ever heard of, the fact that he's made it this far, it's pretty impressive. And but, Lucas Curl too, honestly. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think he. I think Lewis Kidd has the best shot of making what, the fifty-three, especially the with dif- that, especially with that penning injury. What's the difference at tight end between Lucas Crawl, Troutman, Vanette, Juwan Johnson? Like, what's the difference between any of them? They spell their names differently. I can't. I know Juwan Johnson got. Might have got in, might have injured Penny, but Kevin, are, are you you feeling really you feeling really good about this? Yeah, I do. Especially like so, he caught Juwan some passes. Johnson. Did you know that, Kevin? What your your boy Lucas Crawl? He caught some passes in the preseason. Oh, game. I did hear, but I just heard he caught passes. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see like what he did, but he didn't uh, go peruse uh, in I the know box. Juwan Johnson was involved in the the. May or may not have been involved with the injury to, to, to Penning. Allegedly. Allegedly. So that immediately puts Crawl ahead of him. Uh, I haven't heard or see, I haven't heard a damn, not like I've seen anything. I haven't heard anything about Nick Vanette doing anything in training camp or in the preseason games. So I'm going to vault Crawl ahead of him. So Crawl is on track, in my mind, to make the team. It is. And you, you have him behind Troutman and Taysom, correct? I have him behind Taysom. I think Ooh, those, they're, they're both in, they're both injured. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, ba- so basically, Crawl is starting week one. That's what's happening. My two favorite words in the English language: default. I mean, seriously though, mm. who is who is the starting tight end week one? Troutman, the fire mayor, the big and fish, and, and and Taysom is behind Troutman. Sure, he's I the mean, number two guy. Tight end. Andrew, are they going to do something to tight end? I mean, this is sadness. Jared's I'm happy for one. Kevin. They have freaking UDFA son, but... tight end. It's not possible. It's not possible for there to be sadness when Taysom Hill is is within grasp. Is he though? I, I don't. I I know that Taysom Hill is not. Look, I drafted Taysom Hill in like 
one of the last three rounds of my fantasy draft this weekend. And look, I, I don't expect him to be this amazing tight end, but I just feel like everything we've seen from Taysom, the Saints are going to find a way to get the ball. In but can he be, but Dave, can to. he be healthy for more than half the season? I don't know, but it's, it's less, <laughs> it's less important now that he's not trying to be the quarterback. Ralph, uh, do you think the Taysom Hill injury to his ribs was intentional and he actually removed one so he could put it in his foot to heal his foot? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> See, I think he was doing it just because he was <sighs> trying to be like Drew Brees. I feel like or it's... Or was he trying to be like Marilyn Manson? <laughs> yeah, right. I oh, feel you... like that's a potential thing. The thing He's is... all from the Wonder Years? I was so excited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Man. That's the greatest urban legend of all time. <laughs> Paul from the Wonder Years is Marilyn Manson. That is... I, I'm, like, legitimately sad that that got disproven. Yeah. You oh, want it to be true so bad. Dropping a pass. It's like we want Taysom to be healthy, but it just never happens. It's not going to happen. Um, I was so excited that first day when I saw Taysom running in shorts, and he injured his ribs on the first day and he was in shorts and a helmet. Did Ralph um, just say chase him. I think I did. <laughs> but I mean like seriously Ralph like can't don't say you anyone's think, name right. Don't you think the Saints that's why they moved him to tight end because they, they know he's do. Not quarterback I, and they want to get the ball in his hands. They know what they the do, but Dave, hands, I don't have he can make something happen. Taysom I'm convinced that he could be a good tight end. Like he, yeah. I think he can block a little better than people might think. I think he can clearly get open. He can catch the ball well. He can run and all that. I just have zero confidence that his body is going to be able to hold up. He might not be the tight end by Halloween, Dave. Like his body, he just... But, okay, but you say that, but the only reason his body doesn't hold up is because... He's beating the shit out of guys when he has the football and running over them. Like he, that's his style of football. He plays a style of football that's very physical uh, and that's very violent, and that leads itself to injury. So if you're telling me he's going to be injured yeah. by October, that means that all those weeks leading up to it were probably pretty he's fucking gonna... awesome, and he's probably got like six <laughs> touchdowns and 700 yards. So that's sign me be... up. I will take it. So you're Hi, saying Hi, he's not out there injuring? He's not out there getting injured. Uh, you know, while he's doing jumping jacks at warm-up, he's getting injured because he fucking puts his body on the line uh, like Trevor Penning. Kevin, you're leaving on a high note because your son's in the lead of the UDFA Why is Kevin leaving? Why is Kevin leaving? Bye, Kevin. Kevin's got Kevin's got to eject. Why? Uh, he says, I've know. got a woman on here who is in dire need of me for some reason. Why is he... <laughs> Play the violins, Thomas. No, no, it's not the violins. This violin. wasn't on the it's rundown. Like this wasn't <laughs> on the rundown. Yeah, there we go. That's the right sound Wait, did the text? Yeah, did the text message just come? Like the bat signal. Kevin, message from go get you some. Was that really why he's leaving? I he's leaving us. I Was that a booty call? What was that? Um, so. Did you guys know he was leaving ahead of time? No. It, before this we get to. Kevin. Fuck you, Andre George. Before we get to the hot take of the week, um, of the week, uh, is there anything I like? Is there anything, Dave, that happened in the preseason for three weeks training camp? All of it. Is there anything that's happened that's changed your mind, and you're like, "This has happened," and I'm either 
bumping the Saints down win total or bumping them up? You don't have to give your prediction for win totals yet because we'll, we'll do that next week. But it, are, is your opinion the same or different than when we started in July? That's a good question. Um, no, I feel about the same. I, I, I think before training camp, I would have said uh, nine wins. I know. I think that's where Vegas has it set at. I know. I, I think. Uh, I think Vegas were... is at eight. Oh, okay. Charlie I, says Kevin's aunt needs help opening a jar. Uh, I think Kevin, like Mexi Hudat said, I think Kevin got the you up text. Uh, remember, he did have, he does have that arrangement. With the, oh, yeah. I, I can't believe with the ex girlfriend. Kevin pulled a Kiko Alonso on us. Yeah, yeah. he just, he just, <laughs> up, he just yeah. up and left. Um, so I'm assuming if he it does it that. again, it's called the Dan Morgan. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's the clip of the week. Um, I, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. I don't know. What we're Kevin, about. I love Kevin. <laughs> oh, I thought we, we were talking about. I was talking about something before that. No, we were talking about. if you is your opinion of the Saints? Oh yes, right, right, right. Um, no, I, I'd say it's about the same. I, I think I probably had them about, at about nine wins before the season started, uh, and I would say I'm I'm probably still about there. Uh, I, I I and I think there were some ups and there were some downs the last three weeks, training camp, preseason, all that. Uh, and I would say they balance each other out. I mean, like, I think the offense looks maybe better than we thought. And plus Alvin Kamara, we learned that his suspension was not going to be coming this year. Uh, so those uh, those are the ups. And then the downs, you've got Trevor Penning and uh, other injuries. Uh, you've got questions at tight end, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, 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 I'd say about about the same. Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. I'm a little bit less. This Trevor Penning injury, I don't like it. It's bad. Juju. Well, no bad. shit, because it was, it was before practices were even happening, so you were probably predicting 14 wins so there was really nowhere to go but down for you that's probably right i mean i'm a little bit down a little bit down from where i started training camp andrew where are you i I picked them at 10 and 7 and uh, i'm right i'm still right there so i feel good about uh what i picked and i mean i think they're a little they're paper thin i think at at offensive line depth but I, i still think this team wins with defense here, so, October risk ask more likely Taysom being healthy for a full season or Ralph being able to save you with his bad arm if you are hanging off a cliff. Dude, ooh. if you're hanging off a cliff and my bad arm has to save you, that is going to be a long fall, my friend. Get your affairs in order. Cause well, you are but maybe, maybe I could be strong enough to use the arm to pull myself up, you know? I mean, oh, yeah, no, you'd good. probably take us both over the side. Right, right. Well, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> Misery does love company. <laughs> yes. Right. right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I feel I. I don't know. I'm. 
the Trevor and the Trevor Penning injury just bummed me out because he was real like he was just really progressing really well, I felt like. And yeah. like he was so he was I think he was potentially gonna be so good in the run game helping them. Like it's just it's just a bummer, you know? I think I think we all feel that. Yeah. I mean, it's there's no no sugarcoating an in, in injury like that, especially a first round pick. It sucks. Yeah, and the, and, and so many fights we're missing out on. So there's and, all the yeah, fights that we're gonna get to see. Think that about all the 15 yard un, unsportsmanlike penalties that <sighs> yeah. opponents were gonna do. You know, and that and it's emboldened the nerds a little bit. It's, it's emboldened the nerds a little bit, and, so, and that's just extra annoying. Um, so it's time for this week's. Hot take of the week, sponsored by JLD Hot Sauce and Knives. If you want award-winning hot sauces like Dave, Bujalokia, or Reaper Madness Special Reserve, go to www.jldsharpsauce.com. They also have incredible jellies such as palm and pepper. They also have an incredible, incredible selection of handmade knives for cooking hunting and outdoor needs go check out the zombie quartering cleaver and tell me it's not the best damn quartering cleaver you ever saw in your life jerry ambler is a tremendous supporter of saints happy hour so we are asking you to support the people who support saints happy hour go to jldsharpsauce.com to get the best hot sauces and knives at the best prices anywhere use promo code saints happy hour and get 10 percent off that's www.jldsharpsauce.com. And even though Jerry can't go to the live show, he has been awesome enough. He's going to ship Dave some hot sauce samples. So we're going to be able to give you some samples of his amazing hot sauce. You're going you're gonna to love it. You're going to taste it. And you'll be like, oh, my God, I got to get it. And it's going to change your life. It's changed Seriously, it's changed breakfast for me in a way that I can't even describe. It's so good. Um. This week's hot take of the week, we're going to let peek, let you people peek behind the curtain. This is me. Andrew is not sympathetic to my Saints injury panic. He was pummeling me Friday night, Saturday morning, because I was my normal panicked self about Trevor Penning. And Andrew just pummeled me on the phone, in the text messages. And Andrew, I have to say this. It's much more fun when you pummel me about my Saints injury panic and you are correct. That's much more fun and experience than me being right. It's the worst. It's much more fun when you could just destroy me. I wish you would have came on this podcast. You could have just told everybody Thomas could have showed all the text of me in an outright panic Friday night, Saturday morning. That's a much more fun experience for me personally. I don't know if this qualifies as a high take, but I just, this Trevor Penning injury has clarified it for me. It's yeah. I get mad at you and I get annoyed that you just rip me to shreds, but I've come to the conclusion. That's a much more fun experience than well, me being here's, right. Here's the thing that our listeners have to understand. So if you follow Ralph on Twitter and you read all the ridiculous <laughs> stuff that he puts on there, there's like, so that that's like 70% of what, what's in his mind. The other 30 is stuff that he runs by me <laughs> via text. And I'm that's like, true. Ralph, you can't tweet that. 
You can't. Right. You cannot tweet that. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever That's heard right. in my life. Do not tweet that. And then he doesn't tweet it. So I, I spare the world those then he things. He does anyway. Because, yeah, but and you know what, Ralph, you're welcome. Okay, because I've <laughs> saved you from yourself. Okay, right. probably saved you but, from getting banned from Twitter. Yeah, probably. exactly. But but Ralph, I got to tell you, and, and and Dave, you know this. I would like to get these texts also. Can you just yeah. send those to the group, Ralph, so we can all right, enjoy them? I mean, uh, the second a guy breaks a nail, Ralph's like, oh, he's, he, he's done for the year. Season over. Andrew, they might not win four games. Like, he go, immediately goes accurate. down this woe is me, worst case scenario. <laughs> he, he was telling me, like, oh, Trevor Penning's on the cart. Definitely done for the year. No chance he comes back. And I'm like, can you just calm down? Like, it, it could be like, high ankle sprain and he's out four weeks like chill and uh so anyway that's what makes a good podcast host though because he's you know he's always thinking about the what's next ralph is the biggest prisoner of the moment person i've ever met in my life i am the big i am i am a i am a combination of prisoner of the moment abject panic and alcohol that is the the three pillars yeah, but, of my yeah, but you know what? You don't lean prisoner of the moment. Like if Jameis throws a couple touchdowns, you're not like Andrew. He's winning right. It's only negative. It's right. only it's negative. Only negative. Right. I'll negative. try to improve. Right. right. I'll try to. Im- I'll. I'll try to self analyze, self medicate, and be better. You're like Tony Soprano's mom. I don't know that reference at all, Dave. I don't, okay. just, I'm try, I try to get my wife, who loves all the mob movies, Casino, Godfather. My wife. That's uh, right. She's never watched The Sopranos? Goodfellas. She likes them all. All those mob movies. She, we've never watched Sopranos. That is so crazy. I know we've talked about this before, yeah, but it still blows my mind. That, that's like, very like, Dave Godfather of her. Like I know. It's, it's crazy that I've never seen Godfather. Well, but, the- you but finally like she, have, right? You you no, did that, right? No. Still? At, no. at this at this point, I like yeah. I can't watch it now. We've got to keep the gag running. Right. If right. I watch it, then right. I you know. So now Well, I'm the thing is, Dave, baseball just runs our lot. We watch the Astros 160. Well, but wait, times but is it is it the fact that this is this is the hot take is that your wife still hasn't watched Sopranos and she loves all this shit. Now, is is it because she, she's not like doing it on purpose? It's not like she doesn't no, want it's a, to watch the Sopranos. The, the hard thing for us, Dave, it's is like it's a commitment. I get it. Watching it's a, a show, it's a it's commitment like, and the fine. thing is like baseball is over everything. So, like, like baseball. You're watching like every game of baseball, though. Like the at, games? every like, game, yeah. She, I she's would say, locked. I would say, wow. since I've met my wife in 2000, my wife, two thousand eight. The only time where we missed, couldn't watch Astros game was the year and a half where they weren't on TV. Otherwise, I probably watch 155 Astros games a year. Jesus. Was it like was it like uh, that movie Fever Pitch or whatever when you met her in the winter and you didn't realize <laughs> she was like addicted to baseball and then baseball yeah. season comes around and she's like I have to watch every fucking game. Of yeah, that's Holy right. Shit, what did I get myself? Into? I knew, I knew her baseball addiction was similar to my Saints addiction when we were watching a spring training game, two thousand nine, <laughs> and she lost her mind. When the other team scored six runs, I was like, "It's spring training." It's, it's you spring. can't say like, I don't give a, a, I don't give a shit what it is. I'm like, it's a split squad game. They don't even have real players. She's like, I don't give a fuck. 
And I was like, wow. I'm like, this is intense. Yeah, so that's how she is. She has that same intensity right, every single Now, let me ask you this. Game. Does your wife panic about player injuries <laughs> the way you do? Um, right. No. She, she doesn't panic necessarily about injuries, but she is a prisoner of the moment when relief pitchers, if they blow one save, she hates them forever. She so still hates Ryan Presley. Yeah, Ryan Presley. She even hates him. She, even though he's injured, right? <laughs> even though he's injured, she's happy that he's injured. He's been an all-star three times with the Ashes. She hates him because he, he, he's blown like four saves. Hey, Dave, uh, Ralph texted me this morning because Adebo missed the practice. I did. And he's like, he hasn't even played in a game. How did he What's get injured? What's going on? Like, What's he, going like, on? Adebo missing it. Like, There's no reports about you know him <laughs> getting carted off. Nothing like that. But he misses one practice. And Ralph is like, oh, you know, put out an APB. Like, yeah, he might, he might be dead. Ralph, it must be exhausting being you. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, like, probably what? is. What the hell? You know, I just, I am the either, am, either that or your life is so goddamn perfect that the only things you have to worry about are a Debo missing practice. Like, it's one of the two. That's the, the second one, Dave. It's the second one. You, you, I'm blessed. See, because here's the thing. <laughs> God, he didn't get. He gave me like the worst body possible. Right, right. Like right. so, everything else, I'm just Millhouse. It's just coming up Millhouse time <laughs> after time after time. The body's terrible. Everything else in my life is just boom, 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 boom. So I'm there. That's probably that. Got a six-figure job. He only has to work like half the time. He does a he does his own personal podcast for his own financial game on company time. He gets paid six figures to live on Twitter. That's right. And here's the thing: like once I got over the fact that my body's a train wreck, and I can just look at everything else that I have, I'm happy. Right. And I worry about Saints injuries. Pays, uh, you know, the cost of a car to for fertilization, and it actually works. No, it was, dude. It was, it was the like two cars, Dave. It was like six know, figures. Well, either like, either way, it worked. There's a lot of people it that spend that and, they don't, and it doesn't work. <laughs> By the way, my kids Jeez. addicted. My kids addicted to Star Wars now. And um, baseball, nice. And baseball. Favorite so, uh, Thomas, uh, give us the uh, take the top favorite? so we can get to questions. Wait, hold on. Who, who's your, Max's favorite Star Wars character? Uh, Ewoks. He's really okay. into Ewoks. My dog, my 10-pound dog, very emasculating, uh, looks exactly like, like an Ewok. Ewok. Wow. Um, send send it, me a picture. A, uh, Max will be excited. What kind of dog is that? That's a, uh, I know. It's like dog. half Shih Tzu, half yeah. other annoying well, Here's dog. the thing. Here's the thing about um, Ewoks that I didn't realize until my son, he had my phone and he was looking through Apple Music and he found the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. And they the closing names. theme, apparently, to one of the, I guess it's the the one with the Ewoks, the Return of the Jedi. Yes. They have the Ewoks singing and they sound like minions. So he got super mm-hmm. excited because the Ewoks mm-hmm. sound like minions. So he was super pumped about that. Right. It's dad life. But <laughs> cool, cool story. You're behind. You're behind, Andrew. Andrew and I have already uh, been there. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, Thomas, give us the take us to the top. Finger guns time. I'm going to get another beer. Yeah, our plan to get Will Lutz and How's that uh, Gilligan to 
Y'all got to take it to the top. Keep, keep tweeting it out. Keep tweeting it out. Keep tweeting it out, Thomas. It didn't get off the ground. We need <laughs> we need them uh, to do a re- uh, redo the song. It didn't. It didn't. It uh, it didn't go. I won't lie. So, Thomas, what you got for us? Okay, first question from King Okra, and he asks, uh, if the Saints win the Super Bowl this year, right after Peyton left, how much will that reduce the compensation we would get if another team wants to hire him? Mm, fucking none. <laughs> it's a funny question, though, because it's almost like, man, if they didn't need Sean Payton to win a Super Bowl... How good is Sean Payton? Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Like, there is a little bit of a chicken and the egg there where, like, if the Saints are awesome this year, could that drive down the compensation the for Payton? I'm kind of, oh. is Dave listening? Because I'm kind of curious to see what, hear what Dave would say about this. Dave. Dave. What do you think about the theory? Did you hear any of that? No, I, I see okay. the question here. What, what, what do you think about the theory that the Saints being successful this season drives down compensation for Sean Payton because it's like, oh, they can win without Sean Payton. Maybe he wasn't that good. Uh, no, that's that's malarkey because uh, <laughs> Sean Payton was the one uh, that brought Dennis Allen on, that brought Pete Carmichael on, that drafted some of these guys. Uh, this is, you know, if it's if it was five years down the See, road, you know, then it has nothing to do. I with took Payton, it. I not. took it the. I took it a different way, Andrew. I Come took on. it as. Not that other teams wouldn't value Sean Payton. I took it as maybe since the Saints won the Super Bowl, they'd be so hungover they'd be like, "Ah, it doesn't matter. Give us a second round pick, whatever." That's how I took it. But so I took it completely wrong. But I don't think it. I don't if think the it reduces won the, the Super Bowl. No, if the Saints won the Super Bowl this year, actually, I think that increases his okay. his uh, his value. I, I think that means we're getting three firsts. <laughs> I, I feel, right. like and I'll say, I, he and he's got enough of a, uh, you know. He's he's the artist that painted the picture, you know. Well, his I, yeah, I'll say this is too. all over this team. I mm-hmm. do think that. By the way, during the preseason game, Mickey Loomis gave a really interesting interview uh, to Joel Myers and Vilma and Stinchcomb. But the one thing he said, Andrew, is like, "Yeah, we've traded a lot of we a lot of picks back, and we got to recoup those picks." I took that as, "You people, we're getting we're getting picks for Sean Payton." Like that's that's what I took Loomis saying there. Did did you you disagree? You're giving me a face. You you disagree with that or? No, I agree. Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. Next question. Uh, next question from Don Checo, and he asks. This time a short question from Don che- Don Checo. Uh, assuming Penning is done for the year, would you trade CD to New England for Isaiah Wynn, who is reportedly on the trade block? Ooh. I don't know. Mickey Loomis has done a lot of business with Bill Belichick. They have done a lot of business. Starting with Tabucky Jones. Um... Mark Ingram, Cedric Ellis. They almost traded Pierre Thomas to New England. They traded Brandon Cooks to New England. They got David Thomas. Like they do a lot of business with New England. It's not crazy. It's not System crazy. Corner, Andrew. Almost. 
What's that? Oh, yeah. Oh, System, System Corner? Corner? Almost. Almost. Uh, isn't System Corner available? Did I see that correctly? He is. He, I think he is, yeah. Dave, dust off the t-shirts. Uh, I don't know. Do we want System Corner now? Now he's old <laughs> no. System Corner. No. He's broken System Corner. <laughs> yeah. He's MS-DOS Corner. Uh, but, Andrew, do you think the Saints – they're going to roll with what they got at offensive line. Like the solutions from within the building, right? I, I tend to think so, at least for now. Yes. Um, Zach I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, I, I think CD is one option, but I, I just, I don't think they're really in a place to be unloading draft picks. I mean, they, at some point you got to say stop, you know? And I think they're, <laughs> I think they're there with their assets. So unless they're giving up a player, player for a player. Yeah. I don't really see it happening. Are they are they looking at tight end? I mean, I know we dis- we discussed it and Taysom and all this, but are they looking at tight end? Are they- my my understanding is that two weeks ago they were, and uh, they were pretty close to signing somebody. Um, and yeah, I don't know what's happened since then. I, apparently, that hit a hitch or something, and they haven't signed anyone since. So I don't know that they're looking elsewhere. Maybe it, it's got to be the right guy. Maybe I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I don't know what's up at that position. Yeah. Next question. Uh, next question from Bayou Bedouin, and he asks, when do you think the staff will admit they made a mistake and move on from Zach Bond? I think 24 hours. <laughs> Tomorrow. Oh. Buchalokia. I was worried he would get cut before the show. Before he's not going to get cut. <laughs> he's not getting cut. You think he's really? not going to get cut? You think you'll get traded, team, but he's not going to get cut. You think you'll get Dude. traded for like a seventh round pick? Dude, the, the, the Jaguars traded some receiver who I've never heard of whose name I can't pronounce. LaVisca Chenault. Yeah. yeah, they traded him to Carolina. They got a sixth and a seventh round pick for that. Damn. So, are you telling me uh, they no, Saints can't they get a sixth up, for they Vaughn? They gave up Chenault and a seventh for a fifth, I believe. Oh. Isn't that what happened? Well, they could get a sixth for Vaughn. Oh, Ralph got the details oh. wrong? I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. It's a shocker, <laughs> you know. But, but, Chenault ha- has made play, but Chenault has made plays in NFL games. Yeah, he was on my like, fantasy he, team for a little while. Yeah, like he, he caught 50 balls his rookie year and 63 balls last year. He, he's like a 600-yard receiver. Did I mean, he ever have a shirt idea as cool as Bond on the Bayou? Did not. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying Le- well, that Le- doesn't Le- work Le- once Le- he goes Chenault to a different is team. A much better NFL pro than Zach Bond at this point. Like it's not even close. Bond was such a bad pick. Such Terrible. a bad pick. Next Terrible. question. Damn. Uh, last question. Yeah, but he was so. They, Ralph, they he wanted was so to trade bendy. up to take him in the first round. They did. Other teams saved the Saints from themselves. They said well, that if is. Ruiz Another was example gone, of Loomis. They were taking Bond. If, if Ruiz was gone, the pick before them, they were taking Bond there. Oh, my God. That's what Loomis said. I remember every Saints fan was hyped about thank, Zach Bond during the thank draft. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, well, because he was so damn bendy. His bend quotient was ridiculous. I hated the Bond pick. Hated it. Probably the only time I've been right about the draft about the Saints the in the last five years. Or, do you guys agree he's getting cut or traded? He's getting traded, hours? yeah. 
What do you think? He's Maybe. he's getting he, caught. He makes it. I think he's getting cut. He's getting. When is he going to get traded? They have to. That means they're going to keep him and then trade him, or they're going to they're doing tomorrow. They're going to yeah, make a trade I, tomorrow. I, I I think if he gets cut, I I agree with you, Ralph. That if he doesn't get traded and the Saints release him, I do think he would get claimed because some team will be like, they took him in the third round and maybe we can put him at a different position where he'll be more successful. And we I, can, I bet he gets claimed. We can let him do what he did in college and was good at. Yeah. All right, Thomas, what you got? Last question. Yep. Last question. A long one as always from oh, Ben Rothwell. So about David here. So, uh, I'm in a restaurant with fan wearing a Bucks jersey, a fan wearing a Green Bay jersey, and a fan wearing a Falcons hat. Who should I hate more? Does your answer change if I told you the Green Bay jersey was Aaron Rodgers and Bucks jersey was Tom Brady? I'm going first. Uh, I hate all of you because you shouldn't be eating at fucking Olive Garden. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> so am, if I'm understanding this, Dave. Ben lives in New Orleans. Is Ben seeing this? Is this a hypothetical or did this actually happen? I guess that's my See, question. that's the thing, Ben. I think it's I think both. It I think it actually happened. And I, he was like, I have to, I have to see what the guys would do in this situation. And this, and this is in New Orleans that this happened? <laughs> That's I don't know. What does it matter? I just, oh, I find that hard to believe that there would be three different jerseys. Three different Ben, look, Ben, Ben is a as as a man uh, of the world, and he's got friends from all over the country, uh, and they all happen to you know like different football teams. I think it's. I mean, you got to hate the Falcons guy the most, right? I think. I think what player is irrelevant. It's Falcons. I, I think it's Falcons first because, you know, <sighs> it's the yeah. emblem. Yeah. We can't hate Tom. Well, we. And then the Bucks, and then Green Bay is last. I don't hate Tom Brady. I just don't respect him because the Saints kick his ass repeatedly. I don't hate Aaron Rodgers. Same Rob, with Aaron Rodgers. I respect him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. My same with Aaron Rodgers. By I the way, Aaron Rodgers. Would go Falcons, then Brady, then Rodgers. As yeah. much as I hate. Say it. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is so annoying, so smug. He's such a douche. It's so weird. He's weird. He said. He's he immunized. said. He, he admitted. He admitted that he lied about. He's like, yeah, I said he's I was immunized, immunized. <laughs> and I knew that the immunized, media wouldn't yeah. follow up because it's Green Bay and it's a super soft, easy media. I knew that. I knew when I said that they wouldn't follow up, and they didn't. I gotta say, Rodgers is annoying. But Tom Brady gets under my skin more. <laughs> we need Saints fans for that opening home game. We need to come up with signs making fun of his plastic surgery. I don't know how to do it because I'm not that smart. I can't come up with signs and slogans and banners and T-shirts. But we need to make you, you, you fun know, of. Still waiting do. on that picture, Thomas. Still waiting on that picture, Thomas. You know what it is, Ralph? I feel a certain kinship. With Aaron Rodgers, as weird as it is, like can't stand the guy. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not, but like I do feel a a ayahuasca trip with him one time. I feel a certain kinship with Aaron Rodgers because if you look at his career, and it's I'm not going to put him on Drew Brees' level because he's won a bunch of MVPs, but like his playoff failures are Saints worthy. (laughs) He is on a Saints stratosphere in terms of disappointing seasons where. 
They should have gotten to the Super Bowl. They should have gotten further. And like a fluke miss kick, a bad ref decision. I mean, they, they haven't gotten screwed as bad as the Saints, but they have had some heartbreaking. No, they just ball. stepped on rakes. They have they have gone thirteen and three, thirteen and three, thirteen and three, and haven't made the Super Bowl. Like that and that played, is un- played NFC championship games at home. Yeah. So he's not been the That's M- unprecedented the in NFL history. He also by the way, has Super not Bowl been era to go 13 and 3 3 straight years and not make a Super Bowl. Yeah. What, what did you say, Dave? He's also not he's won MVP like twice now. Yeah, twice years, in a row. And he's not Brady. he's not the MVP. God, he looks Brady looks weird. Wait. Right, can, can, we, up. can we big enhance screen yeah, big screen this? Enhance. Big screen. Enhance. Enhance he, Thomas. Enhance. He, he, he You want me to enhance his lips? Who was who was Sylvester this is, Stallone? This is a, make it the full. This is from like I've seen Mark Brunel on uh, on Hard Knocks. He's turning into Bridget Nielsen from Rocky Four. All he needs is blonde hair. That so this is from this past weekend. This picture. It's yeah. Huh. That is that is interesting. Jim Dave just came out of the Brady closet. His uh, cheek that lines is weird. Looks. He's always had a defined cheek line, although I think it's fake. But I think he had that done a while ago. That I don't know. This is, I, I don't think know. they went back in there and kind of chiseled I mean, away a little bit. He could be on the Real Housewives of whatever. It does, you know, the Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Real Housewives of Tampa. Did they have a Real Housewives of Tampa? Miami. I think they had a Miami for a few years. So, I don't know. Tom Brady, like, I'm. I, it would be so great if CD Deuce would make fun of his plastic surgery uh, the first week. I don't know how you do that as a, another one football player to another. I don't know what you could you know, like Taco Charlton. He can have a sack and he can eat his taco, do a celebration. I don't know how you do making fun of somebody for having plastic surgery. I don't know how you do that. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to bring that up after the first game. I wanted to confirm that when because Taco Charlton had this sack in the yeah, first yeah, preseason game and he, he was eating he that was a taco and then he ate the taco okay all right i like it you gotta i respect that i all respect right. that a lot even though I'm i think really he's a, a practice fan. squad candidate uh, for the i'm sense. not a big taco fan i'm talking about the food not the player yeah uh you don't like tacos what's wrong mm, with you it's not that i don't like tacos i eat tacos i eat tacos all the time i t- drunk taco bell is great uh, but like my wife, like she would, my like wife, if, if you know her, her last dish, uh, before execution would be like tacos and margaritas. She just loves tacos, all things tacos. And I just, and I know people love tacos, taco Tuesday. That's a thing. I did I just, not know. I don't understand I, the obsession with tacos. I, don't, I just not, learned I just today. I love tacos. I just learned today about something they have in Chicago. Maybe they have at other places. It's called a margarita tower. What is that? What's that? It's like different flavored margaritas and you they bring it out to your table and it's like a tower of that margaritas like, that sounds like diabetes uh sounds, sounds amazing. like a diabetes tower sounds amazing is what it sounds like is, even I so jason champagne is saying he had an eye lift uh he posted side by side earlier that's what it is i mean he had an obvious eye lift. okay that's it just the just eyes an eye lift. just the eyes i could see that though yeah i could see that see cd could do this to him after a pick where does it end though? Like seriously, it he's going to become ends. like those like women Rivers, on Housewives. We're like, yeah, you you just it, it, you can't tell whether the expression on your face is happy or sad or surprised. Uh, or it, it's all the same look. Plastic, fantastic, baby. 
Jesus. So I can't wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait. This is his wife. This is what happens when you marry a supermodel. Giselle. This is her influence. I can't wait. Tom, Tom, your face looks weird. Do it again. (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) Week two, we get the live show Friday, and then we get to kick plastic fantastic Tom Brady's ass (laughs) on Sunday. I can't wait. Thomas, do we have a clip of the week? Wait, before we go to the clip of the week, one bonus question from the chat from Jason Champagne. Dave, how many oh, games will Tulane win this year? I was hoping we and I have the that. And I have the answer. Tulane, if they don't win nine games, they no. should run roughshod through that conference. I'm not going <laughs> to say nine games. I'm going to go with, uh, you know, I think we had two last year. Uh, we're going to have an improved year. I'm going to go with six games this year. Six and no six will get you way. a bowl. That's right. No way they're winning six games. Yeah, we get can get to a bowl. We can get, get to a bowl. We, we went to three <laughs> straight bowl games ex- after before last year. They're winning four games. No. Seven and five. Let's they're going to win the fir- first two is UMass and Alcorn. Hey, Tomas, right check the timestamp on this. Four games. Let me pull up their schedule. <laughs> they're losing up. to UMass, Dave. They are not. Oh, my God. If they lose to UMass, put Coach Willie in a cannon and fire him into the sun. All right. So they play UMass and Alcorn State. So that's That's two two. wins. Uh, Kansas State. Loss. No, that's a loss. Okay. Southern Miss at home. Loss. No, they can beat Southern Miss. No, they can beat Southern Miss. Two and two. Then Houston. Loss. Okay, I'll give you that loss. Although they have beat Houston. It took a miracle, but they have beat Loss. Uh, East Carolina, that's four wins. That's three wins. I'll give you East Carolina. You're not giving me, you're not giving me Southern Miss. No. Oh my God. All right, three. Uh, South Florida, that's four. That's That's four. Memphis, Memphis, that's a loss. Tulsa, they can beat. That's five. They can beat Tulsa. That's five. Okay. UCF, that's six. Then they lose Mm. to SMU in Cincinnati. Six. We can get to six. And if if we get just the right night, five, the maybe right, five. The I right think bit of magic, we can beat a team like Houston or SMU. We can we can get to even maybe seven. Yeah, maybe. Go yeah. away. That, that was That's the two, roll away. Like it's roll away. We had forty I mean, seconds of Tulane talk. It's forty seconds too long. Sponsored by Campus Connection. Get all your Tulane gear at Campus Connection. Eight hundred bucks. Or visit or visit Campus Connection. I'm muting Dave. <laughs> it's okay man go support support local business support everybody since, since you're not buying the podcast shirts fuck it right. buy some two lane shit so <laughs> go tigers <laughs> oh i miss ed ogeron All right, what's lsu better week? beat florida state monday night or sunday night in the dome give us our clip tomas all right okay, clip by so, bodish you're not gonna like it uh, andrew and uh, just a reminder guys if you clip something uh, make sure to post it uh, in the Clips channel on our Discord like Badridge did. Let's if you see something, something clip something. That too. <laughs> I've oh, seen man. I've seen Mark Brunel on uh, on Hard Knocks coaching the Giant coaching the uh, Lions. Maybe we can get him. It's oh, got to be better. Got to be better than Ian Book. Oh man! Look at Andrew. Andrew's texting Streif right now. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I know this. <laughs> I'm <Andrew>. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> that was my favorite. I promise part. you, that's what he's. Doing. It wasn't me. I swear to God, that's what he's doing. Right? <laughs> Don't be such a pussy. What about today? Uh, Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. <laughs> 
we did who have are you some texting. Who are you texting? No, we're not moving on until like, we find out who who Andrew's. Nah. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never he ran know. out of space. He ran out of we'll space for yeah. the clip. So, thanks for the clip of the week, guys. And listen, reminder to RSVP for the live show. How many people are RSVP to? We have 101 I RSVP. Got at least, I got, got at least Didn't 10, say, 15 You said people. 102 before. Was it 100? Did you just remove one? I got Maybe. at least. I got at least. Okay, so let's say 80 of those people show up. I got at least 10, 15 people that are going to come to heaven. So yeah. we're going to get to at least 100. It's going to be packed in there. It's, it's going to be packed. At least 15. It's going to be packed. No, that haven't that a, even is that RSVP. Is head of one of Dave's 15 guests? I got <laughs> Dave's mom, <laughs> Dave's she's dad, like, she's, and no, his kids. Yeah. I don't think any of my family is going to be there. Uh,. Oh, it's going to be a rip roaring good time. It's going to be. A, I think it's going to be packed. I think it's, it's going to be. be it's going to be. It's going to be. You're going to want to come early. Come early. Come often. So they might uh, want to have us do a live podcast like every Friday, every week now. <laughs> once they see the business we're about to bring them. That's right. Uh, so, guys, thanks for thanks for joining us. Thanks for Kevin who had to eject to get you some up. loving you in the up. middle of the show. Uh, but we don't blame him. He needs love. You got that uh, dog? Thank- Get him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> he most assuredly did. He had all the dog in him. Uh, so thanks to Kevin. Thanks to Dave. Thanks to Andrew. Thanks to Thomas for being the best producer in the world. Waking up in the middle of the night. Putting it all together. Making it run smooth and amazing. Support the show, guys. We love you. Uh, remember, kids, if you're going to support a Saints podcast, you ought to support the one that wins awards. Until next week, the bar is closed.